8.82 6PR. This is Weekend Brunch with Carmen Braidwood and Mark Gibson for Michael Genovese. 21 after 11, we are with you through until midday. Carmen, we spoke before, of course, about the Claremont verdicts on Thursday and mm. what a big day it was in the history of our legal system. And such a chapter closed for Western Australia and Perth and all of, you know, those of us of the age mm. who were around and remember it so clearly. And were changed by it. I don't think yeah. I've met anyone who lived through that time who hasn't echoed that sentiment that it changed our behaviours. It, it did. Whether you're young men or women going out, it changed changed the way we managed ourselves and our personal safety on the streets. And a lot of stories have continued to emerge and Channel 9 had a documentary on air on Thursday night, the night of the verdicts, and there was a woman featured who got away from uh, Bradley Robert Edwards, so was in a car, accepted a lift from him, and she got away from who she believes went on to become uh, the killer of at least these two women that he's been convicted of. Um, so stories do emerge and people have tales to tell of what they saw, they witnessed, they experienced mm. in Claremont in the 90s. We've had a caller who says that she experienced uh, an encounter in a bar in Claremont at that time with a man who she believes was Bradley Robert Edwards. Good morning to you, Donna. Hello. What what happened with you in the 90s? Can you remember the year it was, where it fitted into the timeline and tell us what your experience was? Yes, my, my experience happened a couple of years after. It was in 1999. So it was later on, but it was in Claremont. It was at a bar called Kappa, which is there no longer. Um, I was I was there with my girlfriends, having a couple of drinks. I certainly wasn't intoxicated, which I'm really glad about now. Uh, I I pointed out to a friend of mine, a man who was standing at the back. I remember at the back wall who looked to me like Pete Sampras, who, if you don't know, was a, was a famous tennis player at the time. Mm. So you um, resembled him. It was you, you, you knew it wasn't Pete Sampras, but you yes. felt like he resembled him. Yes. Yes. And you know, after a couple of drinks, you're a bit bolshy, and I just pointed him out to my friend and said, "God, that guy looks like Pete Sampras," and he must have seen me looking at him with my friend, and later on approached me at the bar. And at the time, it didn't mean anything. You know, it was just a guy approaching you, which happens all the time to females in bars. Mm. Uh, so I, I chatted to him and I was talking to him for a while and and the weird thing is, is it, I guess my point behind calling is is how important it is to trust your instincts because at the time I was talking to him, normal conversation, he did tell me he was a lawyer, he was dressed in a suit, I do remember that um, and I just felt uncomfortable. All of a sudden I, I just had this feeling of I don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't feel right about this. So there was this weird feeling. And, and after that happened, that was it. You know, the night ended and, and I didn't think about it again. And it wasn't until years later I was shown an identical picture of um, who, who was supposedly the person who was taking these poor girls. And I just went cold because that picture looked to me resemble Pete Sampras. Oh. And that was that moment of, oh, my God, I've met this guy. Um, yeah, so that was, I guess that was my experience. How and, did that and, feel, and I, Donna? Oh, I went cold. When I saw the picture, I, the, the feeling was, uh, I'm actually feeling it right now. It's weird. I, I, I went cold. I couldn't sleep. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And that was when, it, and it really hit me that, gosh, it can happen so easily. These girls were intelligent girls, you know, mm. and yet they were, they were, 
taken by someone and, and they just made the wrong decision. I'm interested too when you said it was 1999 and so it was, we knew that three women had been taken and two bodies had been found and the talk would yes. have been about the Claremont serial killer. So at the time you were saying you just got a bit of a funny feeling from this guy but did, you didn't think no. at the time, oh my goodness, this could be him? <laughs> No, no, I didn't. I, I, it did not even occur to me at that time. And, and it was a couple... I was in Perth at the time with the killings and we were going out to Claremont all the time. So mm. there was that fear amongst my girlfriends and I. We, we would never go home alone. We were always really careful. And there was a massive fear around that time mm. of this person. And so it was a couple of years later. I'd been travelling. I'd come home. No, it did not even occur to me that that might have been him. So tell me your thoughts on Thursday. Now, it's yet to be proven that that was Bradley Edwards, I guess, that you did see that night. You've mm. got a fairly strong feeling it's a possibility. What did you think yeah. on Thursday with the sort of the finality to all this? Uh, r- massive relief that, that he was... Um, that, that they said it was him that murdered the girls because I'm sure of it. Looking at photos of him right now, you can't see that he looks like Pete Sampras, but I can see those features. The sort of thick eyebrows and the slightly, the mouth, it was all about the mouth. And so for me, it was a feeling of relief because I didn't think, I thought they wouldn't have enough evidence. I thought they wouldn't be able to convict him. Yeah, that. Well, and I think maybe our experience as West Australians with these kinds of cases and a bit of a fear that there can sometimes be miscarriages of justice, maybe that yes. we were a yeah. bit sceptical yeah. that the outcome yes. might not be as it was on Thursday. That might have been what you were feeling there, Donna. Definitely, definitely. Yes. So um, I feel I feel really relieved, but you know, it's not. That's no um. No feeling of comfort for the families, I, I, I imagine, because of what, what they've been through. Yeah. yeah. Donna, it, thanks yeah. for telling us your yeah. story today and phoning in. And look, for the, you know you know me, Carmen, with my tennis background as well, I mm. remember very yeah. clearly Pete Sampras with the dark hair and the well, dark features. Yeah. And I guess in, in Donna's and story tall. and tall mm. and look, I guess in Donna's story, if, if, the, if the Claremont killer turned out to be someone of fair hair and light skin, she would have had to say, well, I was wrong. That's not the guy Can't I met. But when you look at him with his dark hair and she's talking about the, his mouth mouth and different features. Makes you think, doesn't it? And I'll it? tell you the other element of your story, Donna, that's got me thinking is that he, if it was indeed the now convicted Bradley Edwards, uh, that he dropped the line of being a lawyer, yeah, which he wasn't. Yeah. Yes, I remember that so clearly and he had a grey suit on. Yeah, That's interesting. And though. I wonder yeah, if maybe that was why Kira might have been drawn to him because she worked oh, in yeah, the legal profession too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true, yeah. If that's true. That, and we, we don't know. Because otherwise the the common story seems to be that he didn't really hide the fact that he was a Telstra worker driving around in that Telstra van, yeah. did he? Yeah, no, that's there, right. There, that's true. there were other stories where that was fairly... Obvious. Anyway, Donna, you might never know, but your gut instinct, and I and I like yep. the fact that you reiterated that for women who go to bars in mm-hmm. 2020, you know, trust your gut instincts. If trust you think the guy instinct. coming up to you is a bit of a weirdo, he probably is. Thanks for the call, Donna. Donna. 28 after Thank 11. You. Look, tell us if you do have any other memories of just Claremont in the 90s and, and as Carmen says, how it changed. I get a little bit sick of some of the phrases that do get trotted out in the news mm. coverage, though, Carmen. You didn't say it. You said it changed our city and it did but a lot of people are using the phrase it changed our city forever it's not really forever because you know what sadly life does go back to normal and we do forget and there's a whole generation of people going out now who weren't even born and don't remember it and you know even here at the radio station i've had conversations with younger colleagues
kids, or I've just had to express to them what a big impact it had on me being a 16-year-old girl at that time. You know, we were just starting to go out and it completely changed the way we behaved. Mm. You know, we, we embarked upon those years when you're starting to enter the kind of nightlife scene of the city in a very different way. And, and on Thursday, as I shared with you earlier, I just woke up with this kind of sinking feeling uh, like Donna had that you might, maybe this isn't going to go the way the families would like it to go. There was this kind of massive feeling of empathy to think that for something that feels like a distant memory for me, this is as raw and as fresh as it's ever been for these families. Mm. And imagine living that with that and for the, your life. And the overwhelming takeaway from all of it was the Spears family and their grief that they've had. You know, you don't get closure to these things. If you, if you lose a child like that, there's no such thing as closure. But just for them to have unanswered questions. And I love the way Chris Dawson, the police commissioner, came out and said, this isn't over. We are going to keep, this is an open investigation and we will still look for her body. And that's just such an appropriate thing to say that there were two convictions, mm. but there was also an acquittal. And there's a family who might never, ever get the answers they need. There's a woman who isn't here today who we need answers for. And there are too many women in that same circumstance around Australia, actually. But let's try and find an answer for this poor woman. You're right. Half past 11. We'll change pace after this.